0: hello and welcome to up in the hair it's me Ashley and today is a great day to have a great day how's everybody doing miss you guys I have not been on in a minute and it's because I've been super busy the world is now opening up I couldn't be happier about it and <clears throat> the salon is just like on and popping and everybody's coming out everybody is ready to go and I'm just so so happy I wanted to share some energy because things are picking up, because, you know, to me, I feel like we're back in the game, at least in Chicago, right? Everything is open up. Excuse me. I want to talk to you guys about, you know, this thought that I've been having quite often and and speaking about, writing about, and, you know, trying to talk about in some of my classes and with my staff. So one of my core values at my salon is ownership. And I want to talk about that ownership mentality, right? So like thinking and acting like you own the place is kind of how I say it. Like if I'm not in the salon, I want my girls to act like they're the owners. And even if I'm in the salon, I want them. I want people to be confused who owns the place because I think there's such a value in ownership and I think it's so It's a necessity, you guys. It's not just like something you should do. It's something we must do. So wherever you are in this business, right, whether you rent a chair, whether you, you know, are in a commission salon, no matter which place you live, ownership is everything because we own our business, whether it's within a business, whether, you you know, no matter where you're at, we're here to run a business. And we cannot do that if we don't take ownership. So some people like to, you know, think about. Oh, she walks in like she owns the place, maybe in like a negative light. I don't see it that way. I think it's brilliant. I think it's ne- just necessary. Basically, as an entrepreneur, what I'm learning is, you know, I don't have a boss, right? Like nobody's managing me. Nobody's holding me accountable. If I'm late, nobody's saying anything to me. No one's writing me up. I just feel like I have to own my own shit and i have to manage myself so well otherwise i cannot function well right i am not going to be very productive if i'm not well managed so i have to hold myself accountable i have to own all of what i do right so i feel like the most people the most successful people are the ones who really take ownership in their work i feel like if you can operate like in I don't know, everything that you do, like everything you hold yourself accountable to do, right? So like you're going above and beyond, you're owning up when you make a mistake, you come in early, you stay late just to get the job done, you know, you're motivated, you're driven and it's like nobody's giving you anything to do your job, right? Like you do your job and you do it the best of your ability because you take ownership and pride and, and you... Want to do the best work you possibly can. You want to be the best you for your clients, for your team, and just for your life. So, like I said, nobody holds me accountable. So, this is something I always am like talking about and thinking about because I have to run a tight ship with myself and really chunk my time. I had a mentor in life who, you know, taught me how to chunk my time. And that was one of the single most valuable things because as a Sagittarius, as an artist, as all of these things, call it what you want. But I just even remember like growing up, my mom was like pulling me out the door for school. Like we got to go, you know, it's like, if you have that characteristic, I think it's like a personality trait, you know, it's like, how do you manage your time well and hold yourself accountable and really own all of the things you have to get done, not just in a day, but in the week, in the month, in a quarter, in a year, whatever it is, it's like, you really have to hold yourself accountable and take ownership over your time to be successful. I think that, you know, if you want to be really successful in this business, it's going to depend a lot also on your ability to push yourself. Like you cannot wait for somebody, you know, leadership is not about waiting. It's not about waiting. You don't wait for somebody to motivate you and push you and tell you what to do. You just do. Right? Like, I shouldn't have to come into the salon and tell my staff to clean. They should just do it because they take ownership over the space. They own their station. They own their space. They own their guest experience, all those things. So, being able to push yourself forward when there's nothing like outside pushing you forward, right? No outer force. I feel like successful people, what I'm seeing is like their homes, their cars, like their investments, they protect them. And, you know, they commit to really, really protecting their investment, no matter what they're doing. So if you're going to, you know, spend, let's just say, I don't know, the average work week these days, people like 32, 36 hours a week, whatever it is, if that's what you're doing, you know, you should really be committing to that time to yourself that you're going to do your absolute best work, right? Give the best consultation with every client, look the best, feel your best, take really good care of yourself so you could take really good care of the people around you. Like all of these things are on you, right? So again, back to ownership. It's like pushing yourself and having that discipline with your own time and with the way you operate and managing yourself, I think there's a reason why so many people just love to do like rentals. You know, I had the opportunity. Like, I remember one of my mentors when I you know left my previous job. She's like, "Are you doing commission? Are you doing rental?" I said, "Commission." You know, and I was always taught that commission is is the way that you know helps really support our business, helps support. Basically, like the ecosystem of what we do. And I think a lot of my friends wouldn't want to do a commission. Like I I was in a class the other day and someone was like, oh, congratulations. Like you're a beast for running a commission salon because it's such a pain in the ass for people, right? You're managing the people. And that sometimes is not something you're passionate about, right? Managing people, holding their hand, like uh, all of the things that come with management, and I think that rental can be seen as, you know, less stressful and it is less stressful. You know, they're, this is their business and they're going to run it how they're going to run it. And they just, as long as I cut my check at the end of the month or the first month, they pay me rent. I don't have to worry about them and I can carry on and worry about myself. But the reality is, you know, if you can build people in a commission salon to take ownership over what they're doing, like really spend the time to groom them, to take ownership. I mean, that's one of my core values as a, as a company because I recognize the value and the importance and why we have to take ownership in what we do every second of the day. And it doesn't just, you know, st- it doesn't start in the sun. It starts when you wake up in the morning. So everything I'm talking to up to this point, it's like, how are you taking ownership over your time, over your life, over the way you show up? If you're not managing your time well and you're like, Ashley, I'm not getting anything done. I'm working so much. And I'm like, you work 32 hours a week. You know what I mean? Like, I work 60-something hours a week and I get all my stuff done. So I think there's just something that you can dig into from this conversation we're having is, how am I managing my time? What am I doing with my time? Again, it's not my strength. I've worked really hard to get this point. Anybody who I've ever worked for would tell you that, like, this girl's always late. To this day, you know, it's like I because I'm so optimistic about what I can get done before I have to run to the next thing, right? But you have to cut yourself short. Like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this from six a.m. to eight a.m. Right? Then from eight, like, I stop at eight a.m. If I need to be out the door at ten a.m., whatever it is, like, I have to make sure I'm ready by nine thirty. So just better time management in general takes such a different um, approach to how you can execute everything you have to get done. And I think, you know, we can all be better with that. Again, it starts with how you wake up in the morning and owning your time. And again, no one can hold you accountable like to make sure you get stuff done. Like I staff 10 girls and it's like, I can't manage, I'm not a micromanager anyway. You know, I enjoy freedom. I want my girls to feel free. I want them to feel like it's a rental, to be honest, with more leadership and more, um, I don't know, guidance and one-on-one attention and education and belonging and a, a great culture and all these things. But at the end of the day, I don't want to have to tell you how to do your job. I just want to encourage you and your growth right? But I have to really take time to like, I mean, all the girls I have, I've spent so much of the, like, I've only been open for seven months. I feel like majority of that time I'm spending, like own it, own what you're doing, motivating them, encouraging them, showing them the way I see things like through the owner's eyes, taking them around the salon. Like there should not be one crumb of hair on the ground. I didn't see that way until I was the owner. No one ever showed it to me like that though, right? Like I make people see it through my eyes and I really—and it's a lot of time. And it's time that you like probably would like to be spending on other things, especially if you're a stylist behind the chair. Like I still work behind the chair. I have all my operations. I have all my administrative work, right? But the reality is at this point in the game, because it's a part of my culture, it's such a strong value I have in my company these girls just get it. Like it's spotless. Like they're just starting to really understand. Like I, I mean, we have a white salon. So if if you mark up my wall, like you have, and it's not just my wall. That's the thing. It's our wall. Like I'm saying my wall, it's our ours. So we all own it. This is our space and we all have to respect it and we all have to love it and treat it like it's ours. Like I said, if I'm not here, you're the owner, right? Take care of it. Like it's, Right, see through my eyes, and and uh, I feel that it's something that just sets you apart in your business. Right, like every client we have is like commenting, like this place is immaculate, it's beautiful. Your plants, oh my god, you think our plants just like water themselves and take care of themselves? No, they don't. These are just like little things that add up to the big things about someone's experience in your space. And it's the things that get left behind and, you know, people are like, oh, well, that's not my garbage, right? Well, it's all of our garbage. So again, ownership, just like really beating it into people because if one of us drops the ball, to me, we all drop the ball. Like if the space looks crappy in one area, it looks crappy in all the areas. That's how I I see it. So again, ownership in the space, ownership in how you come in and how you show up, how well you take care of yourself. All of these different things, you know, and then owning up to when you make a mistake and being able to correct yourself. And like that is something that's so cool to me about my staff, like, you know, anybody who makes a mistake, everyone's like, okay, great. Like, how can I learn from this? You know, they really take it and they don't make excuses as to why they just learn from it. And that's what it's about. Owning your mistake owning up to your crap and and moving forward with a new lesson because that's why it happened right they feel it though when it happens like again with the ownership they feel that loss they feel like like they own their mistake so i just that's where i wanted to start with this like how are you owning your time right how do you own the space that you're in and and how you show up to it and how you leave it at the end of the day this doesn't just mean the salon. This is, like, everything. This is everything because, to me, if it looks and feels a certain way, that creates a certain experience for people, right? Who feels more relaxed in, like, their, their dirty bedroom? Or, like, all your stuff is folded nicely, everything's clean, their your rug is vacuumed, like, how much better do you feel? Think about the guest experience, how much better they feel in a clean environment, right? It's just a better vibration, so that's what it's about. Anybody could say it's about anything else, but based on my business in the pandemic and the way it's grown, and, and I'm not trying to brag, but it's grown rapidly, but we're so conscious of the way people feel, the way we're making people feel when they walk into our home, right? And it starts with us, and it starts with the way we own it, and the way we take care of it, and the way we take care of ourselves. And so many things fall under that umbrella, but these are just like a couple things, right? Owning your education, owning your craft, owning you know, how rapidly you want to master it. Like when I started in this business, I made my decision really quickly that I wanted to be the best. And there's always going to be somebody better than me, but I just wanted to be the best I could be. So what am I going to do? Am I going to sit around and wait for somebody to Hand it to me. No, I'm gonna learn from everybody around me. I'm gonna constantly be watching videos and uh, taking classes and listening to podcasts and like even in business, right? Not just with, not just with hair. Like again, we are running a business here, so you need to have a really great model on how you're going to operate. I've seen people who are like charging a million dollars doing hair, and then they see like three appointments a day. It's like. How how well is that model working for you, right? So I don't know, just reevaluate right now the way you're owning your business, the way you're owning everything around you because it just trickles into everything. It's so, so important. Like your success depends on your ability to push yourself. It really does. Like you cannot wait for somebody else to push you and drive you. It's just not gonna happen. It just doesn't work that way. Nobody gets me out of bed in the morning and like, Gets me up, gets me moving, gets my stuff done. Just doesn't happen. Like, you have to have that drive. And you cannot teach drive. You know, you try to push somebody and motivate them, it's so short-lived. That drive and for them to be inspired and all of that, it, it's just, that's who I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking for a team of people who are just like, they bring it. They come with it, you know. So how are you going to motivate yourself and keep yourself accountable I don't know. I just think in your environment, once again, I'm going back to it. If you understand the value of the things that you own and you apply that line of thinking in like everyday situations, like to always be improving, it's just like how how can anybody even compete with that? You know, we work in such a competitive field and there's totally enough to go around. You know, it's a highly competitive industry, but I mean, like we work in Naperville. There's freaking hundreds of thousands of people in Naperville. There's totally enough for everybody to eat. That's not the point. The point is, how can anybody compete with you if you're doing your best of your best of your best to be the most well-educated? You're really owning your environment. You're owning everything in your business to operate the highest level and the highest standard. Like, I don't know. You just, you just can't compete with that. So what about your thoughts and your feelings? Let's go like a step deeper. We talked about your environment. We talked about your time and the way you manage yourself and the way you own your business and all of that. But the way I can walk into my salon and really be like feeling and and thinking my best, it's like those two things are intertwined, right? Your thoughts and your feelings. So I don't know, Like, if something happens in your external world, how you receive it, it's all internal, right? It's up to you how you receive whatever happens to you, right? So I don't know, I think when you're taking good care of yourself, that is a great recipe for success because I know for me, like, you know when I'm not taking care of myself. You freaking know it because I'm snappy, I'm moody, I'm, t- you know, whatever. I'm, I run hot. Like I, I'm a little fire sign. I run hot. Then, you know, I'm more emotional. I, I'm, I can't think with logic when I'm not well cared for. And I know that that's like my entire staff. That's everybody I know. Nobody can really think straight and clear and make really good decisions and not be like. When you're not well rested when you're not well taking care of when you're not putting yourself first you just become super reactive rather than proactive you know and that's where like those negative energies and negative responses and like oh man i wish i wouldn't have snapped or whatever it is right or gotten upset or taken it personal or whatever it is but if you're taking great care of yourself and you're like one with yourself and you own the fact that hey i need to take great care of myself so i can take care of everything else like you're going to be much better off and that's just entirely up to you like you have to do that I just think that like if you have a bad attitude the world's going to know it and if you're getting like offended easily or I don't know just like living in any state of conflict like it's going to show and who who are we trying to like show up for to me I'm showing up for my team and I'm showing up for my clients. So if I'm not right, I'm going like to negatively af- affect the environment. So again, that's not me owning the environment. So it starts with you, and you have to think about that and reflect on that about how is it going to be better? Like how am I going to be better? Am I going to take more time to be alone? Like I know for me, I need time by myself. Like I freak out if I don't have it, like I need space from all people, at least like one day a week. like don't talk to me, don't contact hard when you're the boss, but I can still draw that boundary, you know, like my girls know like don't contact me after this time, before this time, right? Don't talk to me about x, y, and Z unless it's these days. like I'm very clear, I'm very concise about the boundaries I need in my workplace in my ownership. And then in, in my like, life, to have some type of balance, you know, it's like work is majority of everything for me. But trying to have some boundaries, it's really helpful. Saying no, like you don't have to go to everything. I used to be somebody like I had to see my family every single Sunday. That's how it is. Family dinners, Sunday dinners. Then I met a guy who literally has the same type of um, you know, super like family oriented. Right. So it's like we're running around seeing both of our families like that doesn't work for me when I own a business. I don't have to feel guilty about not going to something. I don't have to feel like I'm obligated to do anything. I have to take care of myself and you can call it selfish, but hey, it's for the best of me. And that's who you have to look out for because it's all you. Again, back to ownership, owning That everything you do for you is going to be positive as you can give it back out to the world. So just think about that, right? Like how you're feeling. Like if you're feeling, you know, any type of shame, guilt, like you're inadequate in any way, any negative emotions, you just have to really like focus on how you can maybe undo that and just like talk yourself out of it right? Like jealousy, anything like that, any bad feeling, just try to undo it, feel it for sure. Don't just suppress it, but be like, okay, why, what is the root of this? Like work, work with yourself. But if you have no time to do that and actually process your feelings and process the way like, it's just going to come out in some other way. So again, we're such emotional people, we're artists, but we're also business people. So we need the ability to do both. And we, have to have to have to have the ability to like really analyze and think logically and that's something i've really had to work through in owning my business i'm jumping from like my creative mind and, and doing hair and all of this to like being an analytic mind and doing numbers and breaking th- things down and inventory and all these different things right that was not natural and easy for me but you know what it gets better and it gets easier because i've created good systems And now the systems run the business, right? So I could not create good systems if I didn't have time to myself to really think and breathe and understand and learn and grow. So again, owning your time, owning how you feel, owning everything you do, right? You are the CEO of your own life. Hire and fire accordingly. That's what they say. Like where you spend your time is so valuable, Yeah, it's summer. You want to go out. You want to play. Work hard, play hard. Like, I just went to Vegas. I needed it, right? Am I going to beat myself up? No, I've created good systems for my business. I've put great people in place. Thank God I have them. But that took work. That took tons of time. That took tons of training, right? Like, I didn't go to business school. They don't cover this in beauty school. Thank God I had great mentors. Thank God I was with a great company who showed me and modeled it for me. But the rest is on me. Like, I I can't call them and ask them, right? I have to learn and grow and continue to find new mentors and and new ways of doing business that's current and updated and and really, like, what works for me. So find what works for you. Own it. Love what you do. I just want people to be happy and I think all of this equates to that because that's the most important thing. Defining success is your job, not mine. Like what success means to you is going to be different from the person next to you. But to me, it's always back to like being the best you can in this life because there's only one and being happy in this life. So for me, if I don't feel like I'm living up to my dreams and my goals and everything I'm capable of, like I'm not going to feel happy. I can be grateful for the moment. I can enjoy the moment, but I don't know. It's it's not easy being like a super ambitious person, right? Because you're always looking for the next thing. You climb one ladder and there's another one, right? You walk up a staircase and there's another staircase waiting for you. Like that's just the name of the game and that's the fun part about being an entrepreneur and having that spirit. So if you're like me, you're always gonna be reaching for more. Like you can't shut it off. My boyfriend sometimes is like, slow down, babe. You know, like, man, you're so, um, like he'll tell me I'm just so ambitious. Like I'm so savage with it. And I'm like, I can't shut it off. Like I can rest. I can relax like for a couple of days, whatever. I could take a little trip, but it never goes away. It doesn't shut off that drive, that hunger, like that motivation doesn't stop, but you have to have a formula and a system to work, to get to where you need to go can't just like blindly think it's, you know, you have to take action and have a plan. You really do. And I don't love to plan. That's just not, again, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm fireside. I'm free spirit. I'm all these things, but I know what it takes and I understand. And I, and my brain knows how to process it really, really well because I've educated myself. Own it, own it, own what you do. Own your business, own your life. Everything you do comes back to you. It's up to you. This isn't about anybody else. Don't worry about what they're doing. Worry about what you're doing. Back to that, right? Ownership, owning your outcomes. This is my next point. As the owner of anything you do, like it stops and starts with you. So it's the nature of ownership and having that mentality. The first place you have to look within you is like as a leader, You have to accept responsibility for your problems. Like, if there's any, you have to accept that it's you. Can't blame. You can't point the finger. Like, if any of my girls mess up, I blame myself. I don't get mad at them. When I'm not rested, when I'm not taking taking good care of me, then I start doing that crap. You know what I mean? I'm not clear. I don't have clarity about the situation because I can't properly analyze it. I can't make good decisions and rational decisions if I have not owned my time and owned that I need to be taken care of so I can properly make these good choices and decisions and and know how to handle anything that comes my way. Because as leaders, we're looking for a solution. We're not looking for a problem. So at the end of the day, owning and accepting responsibility for any problems in your organization. So if it's your business behind the chair... What are you doing? What are you not doing? What were you saying? What were you not saying? How well did you communicate? How well did you show up that day, right? Did you own the environment? Did you own your time? All of the things that create a great and exceptional guest experience. Like your client should be like, oh my God, I've never experienced this. Like we did not come to play small and be like everybody else. Like, I don't know about you, but I didn't. If I, if that was the case, I would have just stayed complacent and where I, I would not open a business. I would not have this vision and this purpose and this knowing that I'm supposed to do this like if I was meant to play small and be like everybody else. So just make sure that you are taking ownership in all that you do. And you don't have to like beat yourself up for every little thing. Like some people just dwell and dwell and dwell like don't make yourself feel like a piece of crap for it. It's like, man, I messed up. Okay, well, now I know and I'm learning from it and I'm still enough and I'm still good enough and this doesn't slow me down in any way. Like you can pause, but don't stop, right? You can take a little break, but don't stop. Like don't let anything, even if you like, I don't know, royally like destroyed, like fried someone's hair. You know what? You needed to fry their hair because you didn't understand what the lightning process was capable of, maybe. I don't know. Whatever it may be, you learn a lesson from everything. So own it and accept responsibility and find all of the greatness in failure rather than just beating yourself up because perfection does not exist. And I work with a lot of people who are always about like, they want to be perfect. They don't want to mess up, right? Like I've worked with people or interns who like, they don't want to cut hair in front of me because they don't want to like mess up. It's like, no, actually we all suck in the beginning. Like we still suck like five years in, right? You don't start really getting good and knowing what you're doing till like after five years of doing hair anyway. So what, what? Like, I don't care. I'm not judging you. Why are you judging you? You want failure. You want to mess up because that's when all the beauty happens and all of the lessons happen. Like if you never fail at anything, you're not being a risk taker. You're playing it safe. You're playing in bounds. It's like, why? For who? For what? That's the thing I see. Like, people are so incredibly hard on themselves. They beat themselves up. And it's like, why? You're you enough. You're good. Like, you're Gucci. You're, you're great. Stop. Right? Like, I don't know. People got to be lighthearted in, in a sense with forgiveness. And I don't know. Just think about that because that's a huge huge thing i see especially in our business right especially in social media and and the expectations of of the world and what we should be like and look like and act like it's like oh no actually we're all human and it's okay so you want failure to be honest like you should want to mess up sometimes like especially i don't know if you're early in the stage i mean no matter where you're at in your career whether you're fresh out of school or a seasoned beauty professional like it's all to learn. It's all to grow. It's all for the greater good. So I don't know. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, of course I don't want to like, oh my God, I, I really messed up this order. Oh my God, I really like messed up on payroll, whatever. Like, I, of course I don't want that. But then I learn from it and I grow from it. I'm not perfect. Never had a business. I've never owned a business. I had a lemonade stand. You know what I mean? I I knew how to market that. I started my own babysitting, nannying business when I was 14. Walked around, put all my business cards, quote-unquote business cards. They were like little cutouts of paper with my name and babysitting job, right? I always had that spirit to start a business, make money. I put on performances when I was a little kid with my cousins, put the hat for the money. You know, it's like you have to pay to get in. I've always had that spirit, but I've never ran a business, so why would I not give myself grace when it comes to running my business. So I I want everybody, if you're taking anything from it, it's like own your shit, but also forgive yourself and know that you're human and know that you're enough regardless of the outcome. Talking to my team, especially, because they're like psycho about being, oh my God, the best and producing the best and everything. You know, it's like, I love that. And I know like I've been drilling that, but at the same, in the same token, I'm saying it's okay, it's all right. Like, relax. I don't know. Everything happens the way it's supposed to, in my in my understanding. You know, like, everything turns out the way it was supposed to, and it's always a lesson. It's always for growth. So I don't know. I, I would just say if you're stuck in a rut in any way, let your past become like a crystal ball that determines your future. It doesn't, like... You know, stunt your growth or stop you, whatever. It just is ultimately giving you more of what you want because you can move forward in a wiser way, like in a sharper way, in a more swift way. Like to me now, more than ever, I walk like a super straight line. Like I see so clear, I see the direction, the vision, and I know how to execute on it, right? I know how to take action on it, and I have a great plan and a great outline. But it takes discipline. It takes a ton of discipline. And I talk about this all the time. It's like, these are the disciplines that we need to be drilled on. It's like, yeah, you need to do great freaking hair, but Hey, like, how are you actually looking at your business? Are you actually owning your business? Are you actually owning your time and what you do? I tell my girls, I don't, they should be confused about who the owner is. Like they know it's me. They're like, is she the boss? She looks like the boss, but they should be confused. They should think it's you. They should think it's her. They should not even know, you know, like you should be just as concerned with how the salon looks and feels and how everybody shows up and everybody coming together. Like that creates a championship team that creates like all-star athletes, right? Think about it. If one teammate shows up like and drops the ball to me, it's like, we're all screwed. Because you're affecting the environment. You're affecting the space. You're affecting the business in a negative light. And I just can't have that and I won't have that. So I don't know. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And especially for me in, in owning a business, thank God I have women who are savage, driven, motivated, but it's like you have to constantly send that message over and over and over. think about it. I don't know. I I think that if you want anything in this life, like you're going to have to just work super hard at it and you're going to have to create a great system on how you're going to execute it. You know, it just doesn't happen overnight. No matter what you want, no matter what you want, it's not going to happen overnight. So, you know, even in listening to this, if you take anything away, like making those changes, creating new good habits does not happen overnight, but it will be so worth it, you know? Like, I just realized how important it is, like, in the culture to, like, really train, train the mindset. It's all in the mindset. You could do the best hair. You could do the greatest hair. But if you have a crappy attitude, like, I don't want you. And honestly, I don't know why any client would want you either, because they come to look and feel amazing. Look and feel amazing, not just look, look amazing. That's, like, the basics, That's just like, obviously, like, yeah, of course they have to look amazing, but like that experience, right? My tagline for my salon is a beauty experience served better. Like I I meant that, like that just organically came to my mind. It was like, yeah, that's the whole reason I want a business. This is the whole reason I want to own it so I can dictate how it looks and feels. You know what I mean? So... You should want it just as bad because you spend all your time at work. Like, no matter where you are, you should be enjoying the time you're there. And you should want your clients to feel like, oh, my God, I cannot get this anywhere else. They should not be thinking about, like, venturing off or, like, oh, you know, she really skimped on my shampoo or she really skimped like oh like this place looks kind of dirty like do they ever clean the vents like stuff like that like i never hear that stuff and i never will in my business mark my words because i spend so much time training in this mentality like spending individual one-on-one time with each person like this is how you have to see it this is how i need you to see it this is how i need you to understand it like You have to understand that everything visually affects these people's senses. Like they're paying for an experience, an incredible one. Especially if you're a stylist who's like, hey, I don't want to charge nothing for my time. Like I'm working my butt off and I'm not making anything. You don't just like get to charge more and like, oh, I want to charge, you know, to something for balayage when like the market's charging 150. It's like, well... Why do you get, what, what makes you so special and different? Okay, yeah, you're educated. That's great. What else? What else are you going to give to that experience that makes the value set into your customer? Like All of these things about ownership, you don't have to be a salon owner or a business owner to understand that you have to own what you do every single freaking day to be successful. And just be happy. Like You're going to feel so rewarded and so fulfilled if you operate on this level it takes everyone to a higher place when you think like this and you know you should be encouraging your team you should be like hey let's like we have some downtime like why would we sit on our butt like if we have down like most people go to work for 8 hours and they work the entire time besides maybe like a 15 minute break for lunch maybe like 30 minutes but like you go to work to work the whole time so i tell my girls that like If you're used to like doing a client and then like sitting in the break room, like I freaking got rid of the break room. There's a reason people call it the broke room. Like I don't freaking have one at my salon. I put the table outside. You want to eat lunch? go sit outside a little bit. But like, what do we need a whole break room for when I can use that, that space to, you know, turn it over and make money? It's like such a waste of space, a break room. Like if there's an area they could eat on top of the freaking laundry. I don't, not, we're not here to take breaks and chill and sit around. Like we're here to be amazing. We're here to like be super motivated and driven and making a better life for ourselves and for our clients. And like, why do you need a break room? So I don't know. It's just super fun. I'm super passionate about all of this. So I I love to share it and just start owning something in your life today that you'll thank yourself later for, because Like I said, nobody can do it but you. You're in charge. You're in control. You have all the power to do anything you want. Like if I could open a business in the middle of a global pandemic and like make money, like be profitable in the first six months, you could do freaking anything. I'm no better than anybody. I'm no different than anybody. I just have so much passion, drive, and I am willing to freaking break my back for what I want to do and what I love and what I care about. Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to put in the work and, and really put in that structure, that system around, hey, this is the only way I'm going to get to where I want to go? I had a mentor who told me to save my money. She told me in a bathroom one time. We were at some event. I don't even remember. She's like, you better freaking save your money. She told me a story about a girl who was putting um, you know, cash in a, a shoebox, something like that. And I listened to her. Like, I knew, like, this woman, okay, she owns multiple salons. She has a beauty school. She has all this stuff. And she's telling me to save money. I'm going to freaking save my money, and I did. Like, you could do anything. I'm not saying any anything to anyone to toot my horn or to say, I'm so great. I'm just saying that if I can do it, you can do it too. Save your money. Pay cash for stuff. Why would you put it on credit? Why would you take out a loan if you don't have to? Why would you pay interest on in something if you don't have to? It doesn't make any sense. Why would you buy stuff that you can't afford? Like, for what? When you know it's holding you back from what you really want, big picture. But if you don't define that and if you don't outline that and, and create a plan of action, then you're just kind of like treading water and just floating. But I, I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm about progression. And I'm impatient. I'm impatient. And I know you are too, especially if you're in my generation. We're for, impatient as all hell. So you better not just put your hand out and, and think it's going to fall in your hands or in your lap. You have to execute, take action immediately. Just do it, okay? I'm wearing my Nike shirt. Just do it. That's all I have to say. Own your shit. Own what you do every single day. Own the environment. Own your life. Like you own the place, okay? I hope you took something amazing from this podcast today, and I hope that you have an amazing day. I hope that um, this helped you in some way. Even if you took one thing, please send me a DM and let me know. I love feedback, and I just love to vibe with people who are driven and motivated like me because our energy just like feeds off each other. It's just the best. Thank you, guys. I love you, Um, have an amazing day, and as always, go up, up, and away.